Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Monday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I hope all of you had fabulous weekends. We certainly did. We're rather here now to fight for truth, justice, and the American way, I would like to think. So many different stories we're going to dive into today. The battle officially underway, I would say, in Iowa between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. What did we see over the weekend and why is the Hawkeye State there so incredibly important, more so than all of the national polls you are going to be paying attention to? Uh, We got some interesting numbers out of the West Virginia Senate race with Jim Justice, the current governor now in. We'll talk to you a little bit about that. COVID retrospective, now that the COVID uh, emergency is officially over, we've got some incredible clips to just demonstrate how many lies you were all told about. Daniel Penny, of course, has been charged. He has raised millions of dollars, we will discuss for his defense. Um, BuzzFeed and vice both under siege what does that tell us about the era of media that we are currently in vice many of you will know and be familiar somewhat with that company has officially gone bankrupt the nation wants you to question why did leah thomas get so much media attention in women's sports uh which will be fun but buck we begin with the uh situation that continues to, I think, be probably the biggest lie in 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 maybe the entirety of Democrat politics, which is saying something. And that is the idea that Joe Biden and Mayorkas and the entire Democrat Party establishment continues to embrace. They are arguing regularly still that the biggest threat to this country is white supremacy. And Joe Biden went to Howard University in Washington, D.C to deliver the commencement address there and i want to play you this audio remember biden said a fire not a divider i'm going to speak to the soul of this nation 
it is probably the biggest failure of his presidency relative to the promises he made that he would bring back normalcy to the American body politic. He has not done that. And this, I believe, is the biggest lie that is embraced anywhere in politics. It is the idea that suddenly in the 2020s, no one ever said this in the 1980s. No one ever said this in the 1990s. No one said this in the 2000s. Suddenly in the 2020s, this idea of white supremacy, this boogeyman that doesn't even exist, I would just ask all of you out there, can you name a popular so Clay, you, your your audio is having a little trouble. So let's let's just get to the uh, white supremacy issue here, as raised by Joe Biden in the in the speech at at Howard University. Um, a lot of people, I'll just tell you, everybody, a lot of people are having uh, a moment here where they're like, Joe Biden is even more shameless and reckless than we anticipated. Play the clip. Stand up against the poison of white supremacy, as I did my inaugural address to a single out as the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. And I'm not saying this because I'm at a black HBCU. I say it wherever I go. Now, there are so many questions here. First off, in what universe is it a thing you should bring up at a, I mean, it was a, it was a graduation, wasn't it? Uh, this is, um, yeah, it's a commencement address graduating class so what is what is this telling and this is at a historically black college you know hbcu historically black college or university so it's one of these moments in time where you say joe biden takes this an opportunity where he could be inspiring people where he could be telling them about one celebrating the accomplishment that they've already had graduating from howard's a great school people go on from howard to do great things you would think that's the moment, but for Joe Biden going into an election year, looking as decrepit and dementia addled as he often does, whatever pandering he has to do, whatever level of political just cheap shot he has to take, he's willing to. And that's why when he says he's talking about how white supremacy is the biggest terrorist threat to the homeland, I would sit here and say, OK, what what is the scale of this terrorist? threat? How many people? In a country of 330 million people, uh, Clay, when we look at the data, are dying from white supremacist terrorism any given year. And we could also have a whole conversation about people who used to say that we over overemphasize jihadist terrorism. Well, we had a not even really a multi-billion, multi-trillion dollar security apparatus that was overwhelmingly devoted to that problem, which was dealing with a very small percentage of uh, the population in this country. Um, and they were always saying we were exaggerating the jihadist threat. And then you look at this, the white supremacist threat. Okay. Well, why, why is he telling everybody this at this, at this graduation? And what really is the scale of this threat? These are the questions that I would want someone to ask Joe Biden. Yeah. Look, the reality here is pretty clear. This is a made up story. And for everybody out there listening to us right now, I would just break down the 1970s, the 1980s, the 1990s, the 2000s. Did we hear this argument about white supremacy at all? Did we ever hear anyone out there saying, oh, the nation is under a desperate attack from white supremacists? Of course not. 
And so what has happened, and you can even see it, Buck, we've talked about this on the show, the New York Times, the Washington Post, uh, they've sort of CNN, MSNBC, taken this lie and run with it. Well, let's. Uh, this is where I wish. I mean, I really wish. If we want to have a real conversation about crime, Remember, I've said this before, Buck, but Ross Perot style, do you remember when he used to, back in 1992, rent out time and stand in front of an easel with like his pointer, and he would talk about the budget deficit, and he just basically would try to make an argument. It'd be like a 30-minute presentation. I feel like we need that on crime in this country, right? Who is actually committing the crimes? Who is actually dying? Because... The reality is every time there's a mass shooting, and you pointed this out well, and I think it's important, people rush out and talk about the mass shootings. But if we eliminated every mass shooting in America, 98% of murders would still happen. And the reality is white supremacists commit almost no murders in the entire country. Murders are occurring overwhelmingly. Let's be honest. It's like people won't actually talk about it. Young black men between the ages of like 16 and 40 represent around 2% of the population and commit half of all murders. It's actually all 60 right? it's actually more like 60% now. Yeah, over half of all murders committed by young black men between the ages of 16 and 40. Now, why will people not say that? Because they're terrified they're going to get called racist. Well, you can't solve a problem in this country until you acknowledge where the problem is coming from. And, Buck, it's not just Biden. Mayorkas, who's a disaster at the border, echoed Biden and said white supremacy is the number one problem in America. I think we have that audio. I would submit to you white supremacy is not in the top 50. It's not in the top 100. I'm not sure it's in the top 250 biggest issues that this country is facing right now. But the lie that is being spread, listen to this, Mayorkas endorses Biden's big lie. The president yesterday at his commencement address uh, for the Howard University graduates called white supremacy uh, uh, the the major domestic terror threat in this country. Is that correct? It tragically is. You know, in the terrorism context, domestic violent extremism is uh, our greatest threat uh, right now. Individuals are driven to violence because of ideologies of hate anti-government sentiments, false narratives, personal grievances, and the like. And regrettably, we have seen a rise in white supremacy. Okay, first of all, they, they it's a constant Democrat talking point. There's more hate crimes, there's a rise in white supremacy. It is basically always a lie. They do this by changing the definitions, changing the way they calculate the statistics. You know, this is where you always hear, oh, there was such a rise in white supremacy, for example, under the Obama administration. That's just every time you've looked at an analysis, and I used to do this because I would go and argue with people during the Obama administration on TV about this. Uh, they would change the way they calculated hate crimes and and uh, uh, you know things like that that are related to white supremacy, so that they could make this case. Oh, it's gotten so much worse. It's not true. The media talking about it has amplified, has magnified dramatically. But let's understand something here. A couple things that come to mind, Clay, when they're doing this. Uh, they're doing this. Uh, propaganda on the media one is they create a circumstance where they mobilize they they separate people based upon race gender whatever and then mobilize them on those characteristics and what this allows then is anyone who says hold on why are you doing this we're all americans why are you separating us by race why do you insist on trying to aggravate old racial wounds for your own political benefit 
anyone who says that is a part of the white supremacy problem, right? Anyone who actually argues for just treating everybody as as fellow Americans and or, you know, fellow human beings um, is treated like they're part of the problem based on the rhetoric that they deploy. And then specifically on the terrorism threat. I mean, you, you ask yourself this question. How many people walking around of all races, ethnicities and backgrounds right now? They walk around and they go, oh, my God, I'm so scared of the white supremacist terrorist who might come in right now. Or I'm scared of the white supremacist terrorist when I get on an airplane or whatever. We all inherently know, we instinctively know this is bizarre. This is some fantasy land that they've concocted in a country of 330 million people. There might be one or two mass casualty white supremacist lunatics shooting people or something in any given year that are really clearly... Not just someone who's insane, not just somebody, but somebody who's actually attached himself to an ideology. Why won't they release the Nashville trans terrorist manifesto? Because the the narrative of white supremacy and white supremacist terrorism is useful for explaining the failures of the Democrat Party away at the border, in cities where there's violence. Oh, if you talk about it, you're white supremacist. And as you know, Clay, they attach all of this to Donald Trump. And the January 6th insurrection, they were saying, pardon me, January 6th riot, they call it an insurrection. They were saying this stuff about Trump before any of that even happened. So yeah. they're just changing all the definitions and they're obviously engaged in, I think, just a massive con against the American people by um, pretending like this is a much bigger. And Biden's the absolute worst. And Buck, note what they've do, done. And I think this is important, too. Democrats have so devalued accusations of racism that they don't even hardly use the word racism anymore, right? They've now moved on from racism to white supremacy uh, because people start to ask questions, and I think it was a good one. Wait a minute. If racism exists, shouldn't it exist across multiple different racial groups? And, of course, Democrats would argue, no, only white people can be racist. But when everything is racist, it's the boy who cried wolf theory. It doesn't really motivate anymore. And so they have tried to go to the new scare tactic. The next uh, phrase up is white supremacy, which, Buck, you can legitimately track in the media. When I say no one talked about white supremacy as a danger in the 1970s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, that's 100 percent true. It didn't exist as a phrase that was used, and I would just ask all of you out there, when do you think there were more white supremacists? The 1970s or the 2020s? This idea that somehow in 2023 we've got an influx of white supremacists, no, in 1970s there were way more white supremacists. The reality is there's never been very many of them, and most of them are powerless and they have almost no economic uh, muscle behind them. And so they've created this new boogeyman, look underneath the bed, oh, the bit, the awful white supremacist is there, when the reality is it just doesn't exist as a legitimate threat. To argue that it's the biggest threat that America faces today is such a transparent lie that you have to ask yourself, why are they trying this, and why are their allies in the media continuing to boost it? And the reality is, this is what identity politics requires. This is what the Democrat Party is. It's the oppression Olympics, and white men have to be at the peak of uh, of power in order to justify everything that Democrats are trying to do. Come back into uh, more on this. We'll also uh, take some of your calls. Also going to be curious, for those of you who are paying attention to it, there was a little bit of a, of a brouhaha 
an imbroglio over the weekend, uh, an issue where DeSantis was in Iowa and there were photos and he was going around seeing people being at a, he was at a barbecue. Trump was supposed to be there. And the Trump team says that it was because of tornadoes. The non-Trump team says it was because of lackluster attendance. Which one do you believe? Who's got this one right? Curious. 800-282-2882. There's no worse feeling than the sinking pit in your stomach when you think you've lost a document you've been working on for hours. In the case of what Clay does, what I do, writing books, for example, perhaps dozens of hours. We've all been there. In that moment, you'll swear you're always going to back up your stuff on your computer going forward, no matter what. But it can be too late. That's why you got to do it now. You got to back up your stuff now. The best service for this comes from a company called iDrive. That's the letter I as in iDrive.com. Their 24-7 systems let you back up your computer an endless number of times every day or week or whatever schedule you want. Their off-site online computers absorb all your files daily with great security protocols. Only you will have access to it. That means if your computer crashes or you lose a document you've worked on, you can access your account with iDrive with a secure login from another device. It's so worth having this backup system. It's just like insurance that is there for your data. You know what I mean? In a day and age where we need not just documents but priceless photos, too, stored in the cloud, you need iDrive. Go online and get started today at iDrive.com. That's the letter I, Drive.com. This is the easiest, secure cloud backup solution. Plans start at less than $7 a month. Get a huge 90% off your first year when you use my name, Buck, as the promo code at checkout, iDrive.com. From the front lines of truth, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast Well, for this audience, I just want to say I hope everyone had a great Mother's Day. I got to spend mine with my mom. It was fantastic. And I know Clay got to spend a lot of time with family over the weekend. Uh, congrats to Laura Travis for graduating from Vanderbilt uh, Law School and lots of lots of good stuff going on there. Clay even pulled off a surprise party yes. for for Laura for her graduation, which is uh quite a feat clay i don't i don't even think of you as like a logistics guy i'm just gonna say you know you're you're a delegator <laughs> you know you're not really the logistics man that's what i would speaking, say speaking uh, yes it's amazing that we were able to pull off a uh, surprise party thanks to katie who works with me for helping to make that happen and speaking of my failure for logistics buck it is well said i am out in la right now uh we had a little bit of trouble with the audio to start but when i was unpacking in my hotel room here uh i uh unzipped i was like pulling out my dress shoes and i only packed one dress shoe so i there i hope unless somebody in tsa was screwing with me and and like stole one of my shoes as i was going through airport security uh one of my dress shoes is back home in nashville the other one is in la that is not a strong logistics play by me you know, maybe you could just say this is like a new style now. You know, it's like Screech doing the sprain during the old Save by the yes. Bell days oh, when, yeah. when Lisa got her sprained ankle and they had to dance. I will tell you, Buck, Crocs are super popular now. You may not know this because you don't have young kids like uh, like I do. The kids will change the Crocs to mix and match the colors, right? So my 12-year-old will some days wear a white Croc with a red Croc or whatever in an effort there. Small business owners nationwide have been helped by the company Innovation Refunds. They're the brains behind GetRefunds.com and they've helped more than 17,000 businesses obtain a tax refund from the IRS with a little-known program called the Employee Retention Credit or the ERC. There are other companies saying they specialize in ERC tax refunds, but not every single company is the same. Innovation Refunds has hundreds of five-star Trustpilot and Google reviews and are certified with the Better Business Bureau. Trust your business with the experts at Innovation Refunds. Here's where you go. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com to start the process. In about 10 minutes, you could be on your way to receiving big money for your business. There's no upfront charge. Zero. They only get paid if you get your tax refund. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. They could be able, they might be able to help you too. Go to getrefunds.com or download their app from the app store today. That's getrefunds.com. Buck, over the weekend, 
I saw this and I just said, this is a perfect representation of why so many of these companies are collapsing. I mentioned off the top, Vice has gone bankrupt. They had a $5.7 billion valuation just a few years ago. They were raising money from Disney, from all these big media companies like crazy. They've now gone bankrupt. BuzzFeed stock is around 50 cents a share. The entire BuzzFeed value right now, according to the market cap, $80 million. What's going on here? Why are these companies collapsing? I would argue it's because they've gone so woke, Buck, that they are fundamentally dishonest with their audiences. And here is a perfect representation of that. I saw this on Sunday. The Nation which is an unabashedly far left wing outlet sent out uh, this tweet. I, I think yeah. they're they're actually I mean they're commies. I mean that pejoratively, but I think they think of themselves as commies too. I mean they are radical left. They are lunatics. Even for far left wing, it is far left wing, right? The yep. nation for those of you who have not paid attention. Uh that is how bad they are. But they send out this tweet. When Leah Thomas first entered the women's NCAA swimming scene in 2021, she got the kind of attention rarely given to swimming athletes outside of the Olympics. Thomas was good, but she wasn't the next Simone Biles of her field. So what explained a frenzy? I don't Maybe know. that it's a dude. <laughs> But this maybe is the was, male genitalia yeah. for the females, the quote female swimmer, was a, was a little bit of a challenge for some folks. Maybe because the woman had a penis uh, and yeah. was also a man who was dominating all women. But Buck, I mean, we can laugh about this, but what this represents is the fundamental dishonesty of much of media right now. Right? Even the most left wing nation writer understands that the reason why this person got so much attention was because sports fans said hey this is a dude pretending to be a woman who is now winning women's championships so the tweet itself even for far left people buck is dishonest and that is the world in which we live in where you're not allowed to recognize and point out the fundamental dishonesty you see just just a few days ago um the french runner halba Diouf um, was banned from the Olympics. Did you see this? A trans female. And, I mean, if you look, I, I, there's a photo uh, up on Fox. I mean, it looks it looks like a guy with long hair. Yeah. Right? I mean, you look at the physique. This is a man. This is a male runner with long hair uh, because that's what it actually, that's what we're dealing with. But I just thought this was fascinating. I'd never seen this before. This is in the Reuters headline about this trans issue. It's very similar to, with, with the nation. Like, you ha let, let me give the headline and then the, why they're yep. doing this, right? Or, or the uh, the the way they described uh, Diouf is a um, a person who has gone through male puberty. That was the quote. They described this sprinter as Diouf, a person who has gone through male puberty. That is known as a man. <laughs> that is known as a man, a person who has gone through male yes. puberty is male. But the reason they do this, Reuters, the Nation, that was Reuters, by the way, right? It's worse than the Nation. They're a bunch of commies. You expect lunacy from them. But this is, it's very common in, in cults where you see people that they have to debase themselves. They have to say things that they know to be untrue. 
And then that becomes part of your fealty to the group, right? Part of the way you show your faith to the trans cult here is to come up with new, you know, new ways to express this belief, which is that, you know, a man can become a woman, right? New ways to describe this. It's like they're showing off for each other. Yeah, Buck, and I would even say there's a scarier element to what Reuters is trying to do there as well, is this would then allow, like if you think from the argument perspective, they can say, well, this is why young kids need to be able to get so-called gender-affirming care, because once they go through puberty, then they won't be able to compete in athletics because they're being defined. That's the problem with That's defining puberty right. as masculinity. Like, and uh, Because then you say, well, at 11, you need to be able to treat this yeah. boy as if he's a girl or vice versa so they can have a quote-unquote normal life. That's what they're trying to seed here with the Reuters headline. There's been in history, uh, we can go history nerds here for a second, there have been different um castes different groups where there have been extreme gender really mutilation uh for for some purpose right there was yep. um there were eunuchs why did you have eunuchs guarding the harem of the sultan for example or guarding we all understand why cuz you're not worried about the guy who doesn't really have functional male parts anymore wanting to try to um have you know relations with the women of the harem or with the uh, royal family, etc. There's the uh, castrati, which, you know, you know about this, right? Men, this was done in parts of Europe, men who would have their male, at a young age, their male area removed so they could sing high notes even into adulthood. That's a real thing that happened. We look back on these things now with revulsion. You know, we think, and, and the point of it was, well, okay, granted, you wouldn't be able to have children, but you would be a singer in the court of, you know, Archduke so-and-so, and you would, you know, be a celebrated uh, artist or whatever. And everyone looks back at that and says, that's 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 terrible. You can't do that to people. Now they want, you know, 10-year-olds to cut their breasts off. And we're supposed yeah. to think that that's fine. And not only that, Buck, I mean, some of the same people who were, and I would love to hear them try to rationalize this, some of the same people who are saying, gender-affirming care is necessary, a decade or 20 years ago were the people who were protesting against genital mutilation, so-called female circumcision, yeah. Oh, yeah. in Africa, right? So the idea that you would get part of your sex organs removed as a child when you could not consent to it in Africa was a human rights violation. Right. Now the same people are arguing you should be able to take your genitals off or it's not fair treatment. Like they, they literally have taken both sides of the equation here and they can't in any way square that. And so they just pretend they never said it. Didn't, uh, didn't Tucker once refer to Brian Stelter as CNN's resident eunuch? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I remember sometimes Tucker said things that, that actually made me LOL. And that was one of them. Yes. Yeah, did you see, I don't know that we talked about this, the reaction from inside of CNN to the Trump town hall. Uh, who was it, Olivia? Who was the guy, Darcy? What's the guy's name? Oliver like, Darcy. Uh, Used to work Oliver at the Blaze, Dar believe it or not. Oh, my God, I didn't know that. Yep. Well, oh, he's one of they those. Said, they said after he got called out by the new head of CNN, I always love this phrase, he was visibly shaken. Have you ever been visibly shaken by nope. a meeting? Nope. I mean, like... I understand if you're vis visibly shaken if yeah. someone tries to kill you, I was right? Say, like if you just kicked in you, a door in Ramallah, you could be when visibly you shaken. The, when you step off the curb, 
and and you just end up managing to get missed by a milk truck going 80 miles an hour and you feel the breeze across your face in your life, then you're allowed to be visibly shaken for a minute. You know what I mean? Not because yeah. you didn't like the CNN town hall. Yeah, so the CNN town hall, they called in this Darcy guy and they said, I think the reports are, that the new head of CNN like ripped him over his what he had written about the CNN town hall. And all the reports said when Darcy left the meeting, he was visibly shaken. You're visibly shaken because your boss tells you he didn't like what you did? Like, maybe maybe man up a little bit. I'm just going to toss that out there. You're an employee. Quit if you're truly upset. But to be visibly shaken after a meeting, after someone said something to you, uh, this is everything that's wrong with uh, the policing of in, words in general. I want to take a little trip down wokeness lane for a second because, you know, we're, Clay, the, the two of us, we're in our own ways. We have like master's degrees in woke history and wokeology just from covering it now for so many years. Earlier on in the era of Twitter and, and Facebook, uh, you know, maybe of almost a decade ago, remember when they were so upset they would do the literally shaking yes. rn for i'm literally <laughs> shaking right now like brian stealth would be like i'm literally shaking right now from you know the results of like a gubernatorial election somewhere you know that was yes. that was the way they used to that was pre-ukraine flags and preferred pronouns i think peak uh stelter as a eunuch uh to use tucker's phrase Definitely had to be when he put out of the thread about how, like, he just got in his bed and curled up and cried because he was so Do you remember that thread? Yep. Oh, of course. Yep. I mean, look, you can be upset about things, but if you're like, I'm just so terrified about the way the world is going, I just had to curl up in the fetal position and have a good long cry. Good Lord, man. Get control of your masculine parts. Step it up a little bit. Uh, but anyway, I hope you're all not visibly shaken by the first 45 minutes of the Clay and Buck show today. And if you are, congratulations on voting for Joe Biden. Uh, Next Gen Healthcare, a healthcare solutions provider, suffered a data breach last month and exposed the personal information of over a million individuals. We're talking names, addresses, birth dates, and social security numbers, all the stuff cyber criminals can use to commit online identity theft. It's important to understand how cyber crime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal info gets exposed so often, it can make it dangerously easy for something like this to happen, which is why we encourage you to protect yourself with LifeLock by Norton. When you sign up with LifeLock, you're getting the best online identity theft protection there is. Their systems monitor billions of online transactions and new account openings looking for evidence your info's in the wrong hands. If you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Remember, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now and save 25% off your first year with promo code CLAY. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to LifeLock.com and use that promo code CLAY, C-L-A-Y, for 25% off. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Find every podcast as they're released and listen. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A couple of uh, quick programming notes here. We're going to talk in a few minutes about uh, the Daniel Penny case in New York City. Um, the bad news is, as I talked to you on Friday about it, uh, that he is indicted uh, and is now facing manslaughter charges. Um, but some some good news under the circumstances, a lot of money raised for his defense from people just like you who uh, decided that they weren't going to let this guy not have the best at least the best legal representation money can buy in New York City in this Democrat loony bin of New York City right now with Alvin Bragg bringing these charges. Also, later on in the show, my dad will be joining with a big economic update, and he's going to talk to us about a um, a project that he's working on that I think a lot of you could benefit from. But we'll we'll unveil all of that later on. That'll be the third hour later on in the show. Um, we also are going to... We don't have it uploaded yet. We will shortly... There is a new Miller Lite ad that is, I mean, given what has happened with Bud Light, you would think Miller Lite would say, you know what, maybe respect our audience. No, the new, it's a real ad too. It's not just a influencer campaign. The ad is a lecture for Miller Lite drinkers. 
Um, so we'll we'll bring you the full situation on that coming up in the next. Uh, do you want to take some calls, Clay? Right now we, we got a it. whole bunch lined up. Let's get to it. Uh, Scott in Little Rock, Arkansas, on the Biden white supremacy com- uh, comments. What's going on, Scott? Hey guys, good to talk to y'all. You too. Appreciate hey, you. Uh, you know, if you listen closely, oh Sleepy Joe and uh, Morcus the Dorcas, what they were really saying about the white supremacy he said it's in this country he's talking about individuals that don't agree with the government or hate the government you know their own our own citizens of the country i think it's just another way for them to implement uh you know surveillance on their citizens and you know for the end game of their you know socialist egalitarian you know country I think it's just just the way that you know they're they're trying to go it's it's an interesting argument buck I, i i think what it's based on is the number one, you know what the number one fear of most white educated people in America is being called racist. If you are a college educated white person in America today, I guarantee if you polled what is your biggest professional or social fear, right? You would be better off. We've talked about this. You'd be better off if you are in high level uh, employment as a white guy to probably get multiple DUIs than to be called racist based on something that you've done in a video or something that you've tweeted, right? People, you get a DUI, people are like, oh, you know, he just got to drink less. Almost no one loses their job over getting a DUI. People lose their job all the time over not being racially sensitive enough. So what they recognize is There's a palpable fear out there in the educated white classes. There's also these woke white people who it's mostly all white people, by the way, who have destroyed this country using woke ideology. They want to look down on other white people because they aren't willing to acknowledge the scourge of white supremacy and systemic racism and everything else. That's what this is all about. It's also so easy because you have to remember the foundational principle or or non-principle of leftism is you say the right things and get to live your life differently or you you support the right positions and then your personal hypocrisy is considered irrelevant um all of these individuals that you'll see i mean joe biden and so you could say well joe biden's in office and he's representing the democrat party so uh he's doing something whether you like it or not for all these different communities but for most white liberals they don't actually, you know, they don't want to go to uh, have their children rather go to highly diverse schools in neighborhoods that have socioeconomic, you know, low socioeconomic status that don't have high household income. They don't want to live in high crime neighborhoods. They want personal police forces guarding there, but they get to pretend for the purposes yep. of their buddies. Oh, I care so much. I care so much. But that's why the Gavin Newsom thing is hilarious, isn't it? That's that's the encapsulation of what I'm talking about. What has Gavin Newsom actually done for the black community in California? I mean, you can argue not only nothing, you could argue he's actually harmed the black community through policies and law enforcement that have increased crime rates, particularly in, in uh, minority-majority areas. But beyond that, the whole reparations situation. Clay, Gavin Newsom sets up all these committees... The committees come forward. They say, okay, every black person in California who qualifies gets $1.2 million, whatever it is. And now Gavin Newsom's like, I mean, like, we're not really giving you guys a lot of money. You understand that, right? Like, this was just so I could feel good about myself as the governor and get, get high fives at fancy cocktail parties at French Laundry. 
This is like the number, that's the Tot Scott's analogy that we had fun with, the Michael Scott's office thing with Gavin Newsom running back from reparations. But here's always fun too, Buck. How many people, how many white people live in gated communities and will also simultaneously argue walls don't work? I, these are my favorite people. Wait, you? why do you have a wall around your own house? Why are you in a gated community and then you're out there saying walls don't work? What is Trump even thinking about with the wall? Even Joe Biden, I think, has multiple homes with walls surrounding it, right? I believe Joe Biden's beach house has a wall surrounding it. It's awfully interesting. Joe Biden won't build a wall on the southern border, but he'll build one to protect his private residence at the beach. Oh, I mean, I wonder what's going on there. The crazier thing you're willing to say that the left demands, the higher up in their communist priesthood you ascend. That's the way it goes. Play Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's our roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.